0: And welcome back to another episode of the Nothing To Do Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. And baseball is back. Baseball is back. And I'm pretty happy about that. I don't know if I talked baseball the last time. No, I was talking hella Will Smith, Chris Rock, Nantes, these last two episodes. But um, yeah, man, Red Sox is back and Red Sox are back in action. And uh, we are 7-7 right now. I think we, we just... We barely scraped a up uh, scraped away against the Rays. Yesterday, a couple days, yeah, yesterday, yes, last night. Um, I've also been busy watching NBA playoffs, which I'll get into later. But man, the Red Sox, man, you know the A's is stacked this year, stacked. Um, the Blue Jays looked like they came to play. They still lack an ace. For pitching, if they had that one ace, for some reason they they went super offensive heavy in the offseason. They signed like Matt Chapman. They signed um, who they signed? They signed Matt Chapman. Sheesh! Look at me. Can you guys tell I'm prepared? No. They signed some bats. They got a lineup, a scary ass lineup, and it's frustrating because we still held them to under. You know, five and under runs for the most part in that series that we just came off of a couple of days ago, and we still lost. We the Red Sox, you know, the Red Sox are getting me tight this year, at least offensively, because we're not being we're not able to like string those hits together to get those runs. We're leaving a lot of runners stranded. Um, we have like three or four automatic outs in like Arauz. He's a bum. He belongs in Double A, not even Triple A. Fucking send that motherfucker to Portland. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., who's um a classic Red Sox. I still I'm I can still picture that Grand Slam he hit against Houston in 2018. I remember exactly where I was sitting when I was living in New York at the time. But he's also an automatic out. Who else? Automatic out. Christian Vasquez is he's picking up a little bit, but he was an auto like we have like too many automatic outs right now in the bottom of our lineup. Bobby Dahlbeck, another one. Bobby Dahlbeck. He's one I feel like he's gonna. He's gonna be like a Benintendi, in that uh, he has a lot of potential. Uh, that he's probably not gonna reach in Boston if he does ever, and you know he'll play better. I think he'll get better. He showed what he can do at the end of last season, where he was just fucking raking. He was hitting like a home run every week, every two, you know, every three games or or whatnot. But um. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna end up like a Benintendi, uh, you know, first. I believe he was a first rounder, who we had a lot of high hopes for, didn't necessarily reach that potential, that ceiling that we needed to reach. But he he'll get good enough where we can get something for him down the line. Um, but what we need is pitching. I don't know what the fuck happened to Chris Sale. Chris Sale. You know, I I thought he was ready to go. And, like, before the season started, I read somewhere that he was in here. He, like, something with his fucking rib or some shit. He strained something in his rib. And he's out indefinitely right now. We got Eovaldi. It's funny. And, I'm hey, I'm still sticking to this. Eovaldi, he's going to find, he's going to clean up his act. And he's going to be a dark horse I young. And I literally, the day, on opening day against the Yankees, I texted my boy Steve. I shout out Steve. And I was like, Eovaldi, dark horse. Cy Young this year. Two pitches later, he gives up that home run to uh to Aaron Judge to like tie the game or be down by one. Cause I think we came out we came out hot that first inning on opening day and we we lost unfortunately. But um, he's won Pavetta. Pavetta and Tanner Houck are two sides of the same coin right now. Cause last year they both came in and they both got crazy stuff. Pavetta got a crazy curveball. Halk got a crazy slider, and I'm pretty sure he got a crazy sinker. He Tyler Hawk, he reminds me of like a right-handed Chris Sale. That dude, that dude, um, his delivery, he got that aggressive delivery, um, almost like sidearm delivery. And he's he's nice. He's got stuff. And he showed both him and Pavetta showed that they can they can pitch in the clutch against Tampa Bay last year uh in the playoffs. But they're teetering on that, like, all right, they're teetering on that next level. And it's, this is the year we're going to see. Right now, Tanner Haug, his first couple starts, his fir- his start against, did he start against the Yankees? I believe he started against the Yankees in that game that we won on a Sunday night. Um, he started against the Blue Jays. He held them to, I think, two runs uh, through five or six. And Pavetta is getting shelled out there. His ERA is like 11 He's given up like at least five home runs already. He was he gave up like 20 some home runs last year, which was like top ten in the majors. Um, and it's frustrating to watch. And then we got Rich Hill out there, who's a straight bum. He's like fucking 47 years old. And he throws like he literally throws like 88 miles per hour. He's got good bite on his stuff. But yo, like watching him pitch out there to all my Red Sox fans, that's like watching um it's like it was like watching. It's like a a slightly better version of Martin Perez. Yo, when Martin per when Martin Perez went out on the mound last year, like I I held my breath every pitch. Like it, he was the most frustrating pitcher to watch. Like he was a bum, a straight bum. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think Yovaldi he'll get it. Like he'll clean his shit up. He's not doing terribly either. But like he showed what he can give us, and he hasn't showed that. And his first three starts here. Um in twenty twenty-two. Uh but I'm gonna say this, man. Toronto, they're looking good. I think they're gonna win the division. I'm gonna be real. I think they're gonna win the division. I think it's gonna be an all A least um I think it's gonna be an all A least wild card again. Uh it's gonna be, I gotta go with my Red Sox. They're not gonna get as many wins as they did last year, I don't think. I think they'll they'll scrape ninety wins this year. And they'll probably go up against um, Tampa Bay. like dude Wander Franco is a fucking problem. Uh, Corey Kluber. I mean, we we didn't let him up. We dropped four on him in the first like four innings, but he's he's a he's a vet. Um, I don't see the Yankees. Um, the Yankees, It's like what they signed Josh Donaldson, another bum. They they they're still relying on that like heavy. Bronx Bombers format in the late nineties, early two thousands, where they just got a bunch of power hitters. I don't think that's gonna work anymore. Um, I don't think the Yankees know how to <laughs> look at me like I'm a fucking GM too, right? This is coming from a dude who, who hasn't played past freshman year uh, of high school in uh, baseball. But hey, I play a lot of I play a lot of PS4. I played a lot of the show, right? Um No, I don't think I think the way they build their team is very, very power heavy. Um I don't think they're a very dynamic team. I don't think they're a, a very multidimensional team. And I think, and that's showed in the last like five years. Five years, like, yeah, like five years. I mean, four years, five, four years ish since, I mean, I remember since like 2018 when we beat them in the, um, in the playoffs. But yeah, I don't, I think that's going to be that. I think, I hope, I pray, um, Vlad is going to be MVP this year. Also with Trevor Story. Trevor Story, I think in the last couple games, they moved him up. But I don't like him batting six in the lineup. And it's tough because we can't really move anyone right now. Like Kike Hernandez, he's a very streaky hitter. He's a good leadoff. He's a decent leadoff hitter. Um, but when he gets hot, he gets hot. And he showed that last year. But um, Trevor Story needs more at-bats. We just signed him to five years, however many million dollars I forget. Um, it was like one eighty or some shit, and he needs more looks at the plate. And he hasn't been doing bad for the most part. I just think he needs more looks at the plate. Uh, but it's just like, damn, who do you move? You move Devers, you move Bogarts, you move JD, who are all Devers is playing out of. J- Devers is playing for that contract, boy. The GM handed him the ball is handing the bat, saying, "Yo, play for that contract, son. Play for that contract." But um. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. But I'm going my my prediction for AL MVP. I'm hoping it's Vladdy, again. Shohei, you know Shohei's always gonna steal the show, and I love Shohei. I don't want to call him over. He's not overrated. Let me not jump the gun. He's not overrated. He's not starting at as high. I think he's his. He has like a four ERA right now. I don't think he's got like three home runs already, but he's batting like two forty. I think pitchers um. Especially after last year, they're gonna know how to pitch to him more, and he's he's gonna still hit for thirty five plus, right? Thirty plus, he's gonna bat like two forty, you know, and he's got he's got crazy stuff um behind his arm, but um I'm gonna say I mean and it's and it's a big case, but the, the biggest reason he won MVP last year is because one is good is good for the sport of baseball, right? We got we got like a, a, the fucking new Japanese Babe Ruth, right? And then, yeah, he's a he's a two way he's a two way player, and he you know he pitched for he pitched under four ERA last year, had forty plus home runs last or right he had like forty plus home runs last year, yeah. So, yeah, but Vladdy man, that's my dude man. And when he said that shit, talking about, I got nervous because he's like, damn, you already don't he's already here start like starting to talk shit like, oh, last year was a trailer. This is gonna be the movie this year. But he's still starting off hot. He's he's getting a little anxious at the plate. I think he's batting just under 300. But he's already got like five bombs. He's getting a lot of swing and misses, though. Taking a lot of big hacks. But yo, man, that, that dude's a fucking legend. And it's crazy to think, yo. Yo, this it is wild to think that all these players. Like, we're at the i I'm at the age now where Um I'm at the age now where all these players are like. Younger, like they're they like they were born in the two thousands, right? Like these guys are like twenty years old, nineteen years old, twenty two years old, and you're just watching them. It's like yo, like I remember me at that age, like literally not knowing what the fuck to do with my life, and fucking, literally just fucking chilling, smoking, getting high, as shit, playing fucking. I'm playing video game. I'm playing baseball on my PS four. These guys are out here, fucking. Literally hitting bombs and and just fucking full grown ass men at at that yeah. When I was twenty years old, I still looked like I was I could have been a freshman in high school. At this point, I looked like I could be a, a I looked like a freshman in college. What can I say? I can't complain. I got good G's. That's what they all say, right? Oh, you look you look good. You look good. You want them to say that now? It's good for later. Um. It's funny, I mean, but it's just like it's so wild. Like just looking at these, they're fucking like they're men, but they're kids. They're literally twenty year old. They're they're all kids. Like when you think about it, like being twenty years old is like you're a, you're still a fucking kid, right? And these kids are like, it's kind of nuts to think about. Um, but yeah, and oof, them Celtics, man. Listen, man. I said it. Listen. I've said it before. I've always been. I'm slowly coming in. This is bad time for me, right now, because I look like the ill bandwagon. I started really. I started becoming a like a a closeted Celtics fan around the time Kyrie was on the team. But I never. But I ne- I was never like yo. I'm a like I'm a Celtics fan now just because like I always been ride or die LeBron. Always been riding or LeBron. LeBron, I've said this before, LeBron James is the reason why I started watching basketball in 2003 when he got drafted by the Cavs, right? Um, and I'm still like, yo, know, I'm still Team LeBron all the way. But I, I texted my uh, group chat with some of my friends, and I was like, yo, I think I'm a Celtics fan now. And they were like, hell no, like get the fuck out of here. Like, all oh, they're giving me mad shit. And they were like, yo, who's the, who's the head coach, all this shit? And I was like, "Yo, a Sudoku, you know, a Sudoku, or whatever." Yeah, I'm, I, I, I definitely, I'm coming off as a very, as a very spineless and feeble um, sports fan. But the reason that's not the case is because with baseball, I've, I've, I've taken my, I've taken, yeah, I can't even say I've taken my likes for baseball because, like, I mean, yeah, t- two thousand three hurt, but then literally right after we won the World Series, and then I've seen like four chips since. Um, I mean, I've been a Pats fan. Too so yeah, that's another six rings right there that I've that I've uh got to enjoy. You know, we've pretty spoiled us New England fans. But yo, if I'm I it's more I, I am rooting for the Celtics to go to to win, to win it all. And I said it, and I said it last week before game one. I said Celtics in seven. And boy, oh boy, that two-o-star is looking real nice right now. That's the thing with the Nets, brother. As good as the Nets are. And as deep as they may seem, and I don't even think they seem that deep. I'm only saying that because of what, like Steph Curry, and they got Ben Ben Simmons supposed to be healthy for tonight's game, Game Three. He's not gonna be a problem offensively. He'll probably he'll probably put the clamps def- defensively uh, on some players, but um, on like a you know maybe he'll 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 put the clamp you know they'll put him on Tatum or Brown. But that's the thing. Yo, the stat line, listen, nobody in game two, I'm going to tell you this, in game two, with the Celtics, I'm not going to say we yet. I'm going to give it a couple more years of being an open uh, an out of the closet Celtics fan before I start saying we. The only team I feel comfortable saying we is um, with the Pats and with the Reds, more the Red Sox, but the Pats too. Because it's fu- funny enough, I've watched more Pats football now with Mac Jones in the, in these last two years. Or last last year, my fault, not two years, because Cam Newton was the archer before. But these last this last year and a half, um, than I have with Brady, um, but uh, what was I saying? The Celtics listen. The net, the thing with the Nets is they need both KD and Kyrie to go for thirty to stay in the game, to be to like to make it a game, to win the game. That let alone. Win the game, right? The Celtics. Jalen Brown was their highest scorer that day, on Game Two. He dropped twenty three points. Jason Tatum dropped nineteen points, or twenty. It might have been twenty two because he went off in the in the end of the fourth quarter to to hit those, some daggers. You had Horford for seventeen, Marcus Smart for fifteen. You had Grant Williams for like fifteen. You had that dude, um, Grichard. Out of nowhere, like going off in the four, fourth quarter for 15. Like, that's what the Celtics will do to you. And that, like, they, they're, that's winning basketball. That's, that's how, you, like, that's a basketball team right there. I mean, like, Jason Tatum's a superstar. Jalen Brown, it's funny. Jalen Brown has that superstar talent. I think he's, after this year, and then if he stays healthy in the year to come, he'll get there too. But he's a, like, you know, they don't, but he, Neither of them yet. Jason Tatum maybe more than Jalen Brown, but neither of them yet are in a conversation with like a Damian Lillard type superstar, a Kyrie, a KD, a LeBron, a Harden. Who else? Uh, our, um, Donovan Mitchell. Who else? Devin, um, Jesus Christ, why am I forgetting his name? Is it Devin Brooks? Not Devin, his name is not Devin Brooks. Devin Booker, sorry, Booker, Booker. I feel like Jason, Jason Tatum, maybe Jalen Brown, like they don't have that superstar yet, and the fact that they're doing this with that team, and that they can keep like this core together, like yo, the Celtics are gonna be a problem, and I'm gonna, t- I'm still saying this, yo, Celtics in seven, and I'm still sticking to seven. We're up two right now. We, we, sorry, the Celtics are up 2-0 right now. Um. They're still, they're still facing Katie and Kyrie, two champions. Two of the best scores in the league. Two of the most. Two of the most, without a doubt, skilled players in the entire NBA. They still got to get in. Like Kyrie showed you what he could do in the fourth quarter of that game one. Even though yo know, the the Celtics were going in with an eleven point, twelve point lead going into the fourth quarter, you erased that in like two minutes. And then we all know how that story ended there. But yo, Kyrie's funny. Yo, Kyrie's like that kid right now. That's like. Who who has his feelings hurt, but like, <laughs> but he's like, no, 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 I ain't mad. Like, nah, it's cool. Like, oh, it's whatever. Like, it's not like, yo, them Celtics fan, they know how to, they know how to get under his skin, and that shit showed in game two, and it was cool to see like, in game one where he was chirping back and forth. That shit was funny, but it's just like, yo, Kyrie, they really know. Like, he's probably talking to like, he probably texted LeBron after game two, like, yo, how do you? Yo, how did you drop that that forty seven in game six? I still remember that, that he dropped like forty plus in the game six where they were down three two going into the T D Garden uh when he was when LeBron was still at the heat. And that was kinda when LeBron transcended, finally like broke that glass ceiling of like playing against the Celtics and playing in T D Garden because LeBron, yo, the Celtic Celtics still I feel like he finally achieved that level of respect like Derek Jeter almost, but like they still hate LeBron, you know, the Celtics fans still like don't like LeBron, but, um, yeah, man, Kyrie, man, yeah, these fans are ruthless. It's funny. Um, sheesh, man. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what some of the signs, some of the stuff that they were chanting, like, you know, they were, they were probably getting real disrespectful, like with his religious stuff and his vaccine shit and, um, like, in terms of, like, you know, billboards and shit, they they may have been chanting. Uh, but the Celtics, man, the Celtics can get in that ass. Yo, Boston fans are no, New England fans are no joke. I'm going to tell you that right now. New England fans are no joke. So, when you come, when you come to Fenway for the playoffs, when you come to TD Garden for the playoffs, when you come to Gillette Stadium for the playoffs, just know, man, just fucking know. We'll get in that ass. We will get in that ass. Um but yeah man Celtics and 7 uh they will go up against hmm say they'll, they'll probably see the actually I don't even know what the brackets looking like I want to say it's um they'll probably see the Cel um the Sixers yeah cuz that's one and two so they'll see they'll see the Sixers in um in the in the Eastern Conference Finals and I don't think the Sixers and like Harden has to turn the fuck up. I don't know what he's he's doing for them right now. I've been following that series too much. It hasn't been that. Really, the only interesting series was is this Nets Celtics one and the Timberwolves one. Timberwolves Grizzlies and the fucking Timberwolves. I saw that whole collapse, bro. I was I was in the kitchen cooking a shrimp scampi, and I had the game on cable. I, I was like, damn, the Timberwolves really like they really doing this to the two seed. And they fucking blew it. They blew it. Um, yeah. So it's been a while since I talked sports, yo. It's been a long time. When I came in, I came in hot. Not hot. I came in. I came in unscripted today. I didn't really prep. I tried to prep something. I knew I was gonna talk. So I you know, the Red Sox, they're gonna be oh, the Red Sox are gonna be frustrated. I can already feel it. they're gonna be very frustrated. I think that they're gonna, like I said, they're gonna, they're gonna etch out another wild card this year, but they're gonna be very frustrating to watch. I mean, even the first two games, kind of like, I feel like that just set the, t- the first two series set the, t- man, even fucking Patriots Day said that or um, that Patriots Day series against the Twins, it's just like set the tone for like what we're gonna get this season. It's a, it's gonna be. A lot of men left on base It's gonna be a lot of blown leads. Um, still no identity. Like we got that dude Dykeman is actually or Deekman whatever he's however you say his name. He's we got Deekman, and we got Garrett Whitlock in that bullpen holding it down. That's really it. Salmoor is solid. He's solid. Um, Matt Barnes. I don't know if, if we completely destroyed shortest career after last year because. Yo, after the All Star break last year, he was a dead man. Like he, like he could not throw the ball. We literally had to deactivate him like for the end of the season. Um, and he held together against the the Rays last night for the save. But boy, oh boy, he think he's. I think his ERA is still like above four. So I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't personally seen him pitch with my eyes yet. Um, just because I haven't. These last couple of days, I've been watching playoff basketball. But um. Yeah, man, and fuck Cox, fuck Cox Network, and fuck Xfinity, cause yo, I literally like how the fuck. Tell me this, riddle me this. Speaking of which, I just saw. I forgot. I saw the new Batman. I'll talk about that in a second. But um, yo, how do I get MLB TV for free? How do I have access to all of the other teams in the major in Major League Baseball except for my own team here in New England? Like what kind of fucking monopoly does Cox Xfinity have in New England? You can't watch Nesson. You can't fucking watch Nesson without uh, without having um without uh be without them being your provider, which is fucking bullshit and I hate it. I'm over here still streaming I'm still trying to finesse all these streams on fucking I know I, on all these sites just to watch the Red Sox. It's just like, yo, this is this is madness. Like, y'all really over here trying to tax me. And and yo, those and like those ca- those cable companies, like, they are no fucking joke, man. They'll, they'll charge you $20 for now services that you can get for like you roll up Hulu and Netflix and HBO Max and then a YouTube TV subscription. That all comes out to hundred less than a hundred dollars a month. Right? Meanwhile, or you could pay for a landline, some Wi-Fi and cable for like two hundred a month. Makes no fucking sense. So fuck Xfinity and fuck Cox for um for uh for for you know making it that much harder to to, to take in the one the, the one true Pastime that I still have left because I don't even play video games like I used to anymore. Like I'll play here and there, but nothing really sticks. You know, I don't have time. Actually, that's I started playing tennis game with my boy Tom, and that was nice. I'm trying to get back in the swing. But what I'm trying to say is that like baseball, my Red Sox is the one true, still the one small pastime that I still have left in this world of adulthood and y'all y'all really making me like go out here and, and get that shit and it's really frustrating and it hurts my feelings. So anyways, the new Batman. You know what? I ask you, I really like the new Batman. I'm going to say this right now. I don't I I don't even want to compare like the only way I compare this Batman to the last Batman is the act is the actual Batman Bruce Wayne character, right? Um I think Robert Pattinson did a good job. I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Fo- I didn't like Bruce Wayne. That's the only thing I didn't like. Batman was cool. I liked um they brought back a lot of his gadgets. A lot of people it didn't like the movie because they felt like it was there wasn't enough action, which I guess like I thought there was enough action like if any I thought the fighting was better than the Christopher Nolan ones because the Christopher Nolan ones like Batman was super safe. my boy. He fought with his arms like this and he was, he was just doing this like, and I mean, and it's funny. I feel like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, it like the action, that type of action, like the fighting was the least thing you can like you it it almost fell back in terms of it. Like it didn't add or take away from the movie. And I'm, I'm trying to say that, like, uh, like, it's a positive thing. Like, it wasn't like, like you weren't really looking for crazy action. There was like a lot of crazy chase scenes, and and things like, but like in terms of like Batman just like beating niggas to fuck up, like that's not really what those movies were about. N- neither was this one. But the, those fight scenes were a lot better in this than they were in that movie. People didn't. There were some people who didn't like it because they thought it was just like. There was no action. It was just all him being... It was, like, a fuck they said. (laughs) I heard, like, it was just a big episode of, like, Law & Order SVU type shit. Just funny. But that's all... I also like that because it's just, like, it it focused more on, like, the fact that Batman was a detective and it brought out, like, different gadgets from, like, um, from, like, the Batcave and how he had those contact lenses. One thing I also personally liked about it, I've never, I've never, um... Been a crazy, crazy Batman fan in terms of like the comics and knowing all the lore and stuff. I I became one because of the Arkham games, which those games are like still some of my favorite video games to date. And that movie had a uh, they it brought brought in those uh, like Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight vibes into the movie. It it reminded me of it a lot, um, and they I thought they did a really good job. Catwoman was dope. Um, but yeah, they made Bruce. That's the only thing I didn't like it. They made Bruce Wayne way too emo, like Bruce Wayne. They, they focus on like a Bruce Wayne that was like emo and and like his, like they focused on his privilege a lot and all that stuff. And like him growing as a superhero on that level, which was cool, I guess. But like, I don't like when I think of Batman or when I think of Bruce Wayne, like that's not what we, we think of Bruce Wayne as being like a more chilled out Iron Man. Like he's still like a billionaire playboy asshole type, you know, um, Where, in this case, it's just, like, that, um, because, like, it's almost, like, that's how he separated himself from Batman, but, like, Bruce Wayne and Batman were very much the same character in a lot of ways in this movie, um, where it's just, like, Batman was, like, angry, and Bruce Wayne was, like, sad, right? And then, you know, I liked where it's just, like, you know, Batman was angry and was a beast, and then, like, Bruce Wayne was just, like, a rich billionaire asshole, and I I like that Bruce Wayne better personally. But I thought the movie was really good. I thought the villain was dope. Some people didn't like the villain because they thought like a lot, of, especially with the camera footage, like the Riddler, like they thought he was biting like the Heath Ledger type of like style of acting or not style of acting, but just like all that stuff. But um, I think given the hype that was on this movie you know, upon its release, I think it, I think I did a good job living up to it. I think it set up a lot of like the sequel, dope. I think this new Joker is gonna be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it like a three and a half out of five bags of popcorn. And um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was solid. My boys hate the movie. My 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 boys. Uh, Zeb, shout out to Zeb, but also fuck you, Zeb. He was talking mad shit. He said it sucked. He said Bruce Wayne was whack. He said Ralph Branson is not Batman. And um. Uh, you know, you can eat a dick. Um, very politely, respectfully eat a dick. I thought that movie was great. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was a good movie. But, um... Yeah, man. What else I got? Oh, my God. Yo. So, I was... I was catching up with an old friend from New York. Um, the other day. Yes, uh... Yesterday, I believe, right? We were just chilling, chatting over the phone and, we, and she was telling me a um I I wanna know to, to to the women out there and and the men. How am I gonna present this story? So we were just talking, we were just catching up shit, and she was like we were just talking about like getting in shape or like I don't know, we were just bullshit. I we was just talking on the phone, right? And she was telling me that. She had a trainer once, but um, she had to like they, but he he turned out to be a real creep, and I was like, yeah. And I always get the that vibe about like personal trainers, especially like um, I don't know. I feel like it's a very sketchy, and I I have friends and family who are personal trainers. I feel like I'm going into that tangent. where are just like, no, I have I have friends who are black, but um. <laughs> No, but it's just like, I I just like, that's like a weird, it's almost like, I almost feel like that's like, um, personal trainers should be like an OBGYN, right? Like there should not be any guy OBGYNs. And obviously it's a little bit different, but it's just like, there is a level of like boundaries and creepiness, not even creepiness, but it's just like, honestly, that, that profession of being a personal trainer. like especially as a guy for like women is just just like it's just like you're kind of preying on women and maybe praying is not the right word because it's like there's definitely creepy people uh, like uh, who definitely probably do and there's people that do it like subtly and maybe it works for maybe it doesn't but it's also excuse me it's also like really bro like i don't know i anyways i digress so she had this personal trainer and she was like, yeah, um, no, he, uh, she's like, I, he, he turned out to be a creep. He like fell in love with me. And listen, he like bought her, he bought her Prada shoes. He would like buy her a bunch of shit. And one of the things were like these Prada slippers or whatever. Right. It's like, okay, damn. And then, and I thought she was joking and I was like playing along with the joke. And then I was like, wait, you're, are you, are you serious right now? Oh, she's like, oh no, yeah, one hundred percent. She like got his, she, <laughs> oh my god, he got her birthday tatted like on his on his chest, and like pro- he was like, uh, this ex Navy SEAL or whatever, this ex Navy guy, and he like professed his love for her and all this shit, and she was like, what the hell? This is mad weird. Like, no, um, and uh, and yeah, that's that's kind of the story. I, it's not really, I mean. I say this story to say this, like, is that guy bugging? Yes, he is bugging. Ladies, as a woman in that position, will you, do you, like, it's funny because she was saying, like, oh, I mean, I didn't think too much of it. He was buying me stuff, all that stuff, like, and in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, I don't, you like, you know better. She was also a lot younger. I think she was, like, 19 or 20. But you know, she's a she's a good looking woman, and I and I don't I don't like I'm gonna say, yo, women, good looking women know that they're good looking. They know that they turn heads, and they know the effect that they have on certain um, on on men, especially certain men, right? Um, is she wrong for accepting those gifts? Do you believe her when she says that she wasn't really like? She didn't really catch the, or maybe a little bit, but, like, she was, like, kind of, she said she was kind of surprised when he, he did all that. And, um, yeah, I don't know, that shit was, that shit was mad funny, that shit was, it was a wild story. And, um, yeah, I don't know, what are your thoughts, like, he was, uh. Do you think that on some level like she was taking advantage of that relationship? I think she may have been, but I don't necessarily blame her. I was like, fuck it. She she fucking out of sugar sugar daddy without having to suck any dick. So that's cool. At least that, that I know of, right? And then um, like like good for you, more power to you, right? Um is this guy a straight up chump for like for falling, like for for that bullshit? Literally, yo, she he got her birthday tied on his chest. And when he said no, he he straight dipped, bro. He went to like, I don't even know. It's funny. This would I, this is this is a um, this is something I want to discuss, uh, when I have on uh, somebody else on the show. But, yo, what are your thoughts? What? But tell me what 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 are your thoughts? And yo, Jesus, santísimo. But um, yeah, this guy came in, was like, yo, you're the love of my life. Meanwhile, this girl like twenty. This guy's probably like this guy's like forty five years old. It's like yo, it's it's these it's these army types, bro. They be falling in love, bro. I don't know, like something happens to you when you go to the army, yo. Shout out to yo, <laughs> yo. Shout out to you for for protecting the country, but I don't know. Um, sheesh, I I actually I have no comment. I should have probably prepped the story. Better I'll probably tell it again on this on this show and I'll, I'll I'll unravel a little better but um that's been the show for today. I wanted to get back on the mic this is sort of the 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 this sort of where the meta talks come in I'm trying to stay I'm trying to stay consistent with all this get back on uh when I mean, two years ago when I started. I would, do, I would I was pumping out episodes on a weekly basis like I was fucking Joe Rogan or some shit. And then I had to take a break. And episodes started coming once a month, once every two months. Sometimes I'll go on a three-month break before I get back on the mic. I'm trying to at least average every two weeks, even if it's by myself. I got to get more people on here. I got I to, gotta, you know, I got to make this whole thing, this wall. This wall over here. Got to put some shit in, in the background there. Um, yeah. That's really, I don't have any shout outs right now. Um. Do I have any shout outs? I don't think I have any shout outs. Do I have any shout outs? I don't have any shout outs. Do I have good news of the week? Not that I prepared. I didn't prepare any good news this week. I told y'all I came in unscripted. And Juancito's been in my A for a minute now. Juancito, where you at? I need you because I'm here dolo. I'm here super duper dolo. You see? I don't got nobody there. I don't got anybody over here. It's just me over here. Yeah, so... I'm trying to think if. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't got nothing. So, that being said, until next time, you dirtbags. Holla.